Welcome back to Forward, the podcast for Christian growth. My name is Kenneth, and uh, today we're going to be discussing something that I call No Greater Love. Um, Going forward, I'm going to do like a little three-part series here um, called No Greater. The first one here is No Greater Love, based off of, you know, the love that God has for us and what all he's done for us, even when we didn't deserve it. Also, we're going to be doing one on uh, No Greater Truth, based off the resurrection of Jesus, and No Greater Hope, which kind of shows what we have in store for us in the future as adopted sons and daughters of God. So I look forward to doing this and looking up the verses and the research. It's a lot of fun for me, and I hope you'll get a lot out of it. You know, I want to thank everyone up front who's who's offered uh, encouragement over the last few weeks and uh, and how much they appreciate the the you know, little short messages that we uh, we send out. Um, it looks like it's helping some folks out there, and I really appreciate it. If you uh, if you do want to get a hold of us, you know you can reach us on Facebook through the messenger. There we have a Facebook page called Forward, you know Christian Growth. Um, send me a message there, post there. Um, you can reach me there. There's uh, also an email address, Forward christian growth at yahoo.com that i check if you want to take this podcast with you wherever you go we're on itunes we're on stitcher and we're also on soundcloud and i know a lot of folks listen through there and get their alerts when it comes out so let's get into the uh little short message we have today called uh, no greater love first we're going to go to uh you know a well-known bible verse romans three twenty-three, and i want to read that to you and this is in the HCSB, by the way. Uh, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The reason I wanted to start there, that don't sound much like love, does it? Um, because we have to realize where we start to understand exactly how great God's love for us is. You know, it, It's hard to explain to people sometimes you know, what it's like to be an unbeliever and God longing to have a relationship with us and loving us so much but can't be with us, you know, because we we don't accept him as unbelievers. So I, I guess the best example I can give is, and it's a, it's a poor one, is to imagine someone that you, uh, that you love dearly, whether a family member or, um, you know, a flame in life. You long to be with them. Your heart aches for them. You want to be with them. You want to spend time with them. You want to tell them that you love them. You want to hold them close. But because they don't accept you, there's nothing you can do. You have this big gap between you. Your heart aches all the time for them, whether it's for a son or a daughter or a family member. And and it doesn't go away. But you continuously uh, chase them. You're there for them. You want to be there for them. And that's how God's love is for us. Throughout all these centuries before time ever began, You know, He's he's chased us. He's wanted to be there for us. Uh, but we don't accept him. You know what I'm saying? We don't want anything to do with him as unbelievers. Um, fortunately for the family of God, you know, we changed that. And that's because Jesus came and died on the cross for our sins and made it to where we can access him. And we have accepted that. Let's go to John 17:23, And I'm going to read this for you after I turn here in my Bible. And I'll show you exactly why. I kind of chose this verse to kind of bring out. So in it, um, Jesus is praying before he's going to the cross. 
Um, if you read John 17, 20 first, you know, right after he prays for his disciples, he prays for all believers. He says, I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their message. So now if we skip down to verse 23, it says, I am in them and you are in me. He's talking to God. May they be made completely one so the world may know you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Imagine God loving us as much as he has loved his only begotten son. You know, he wants us to be one in his family and with them to be inside of us, to spend time with us. No matter where we go, he goes. But one of the things that kind of struck me as I read this passage was that he's getting ready to go to the cross right now. And he knows it's going to happen um, really soon. But he's not praying for himself first. He prays for us. I mean, that is no greater love right there. You know, he's the one that's getting ready to be uh, crucified, flogged, beaten, ridiculed, and rejected. Yet he's praying for people that is not coming for thousands of years. That's going to believe in, in him long after he's gone. You know, that's love right there, folks. That's no way around that. Next, we're going to go to Luke 22:42. if you're following along with me. Now, this is the prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. This is, you know, right before they grab him. And he's asked the disciples to kind of stay up with him. And, um, and he's afraid. You know what I'm saying? He, he dreads what's coming, you know. Because he is in a human body, he knows what he's going to have to suffer. You know, he's he's seen it from the whole time he's been in his ministry. But he prays right here, he says in verse 42, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. And we'll stop right there. But imagine that. He's asking the Father that loves him, if you're willing, you know, take this from me. You know, I don't want to go through this. But then he says, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Imagine your own son coming to you and asking you, if it's your will, please don't let this happen. Knowing that you as the, a godly father, you had the power to stop it right now. You know, but because of your love for all of humanity, you're willing to sacrifice your one and only son. You know. That's the pure definition of no greater love right there. You know, the son gives his life willingly, could have stopped it at any time. The father also gives up his son. For who? For us. Those who, are, who have the most sin. The lepers that nobody wants to touch. You know what I'm saying? Jesus is willing to die for us and say, hey, I love you enough to bring you into my family if you will accept me. If you will have faith in me and believe in me. It don't, it don't get no better than that, folks. Just thinking about it. You know, that even now, I, you, I can look on my life and say I don't deserve anybody to die on me, let alone the creator of the universe. But he did it anyway because he loves us. So no matter what you're doing right now in your life, what kind of sin is in your life, if you're an unbeliever, he doesn't care. If you accept his son Jesus and believe in him, he loves you. And he wants to be with you. He wants to have a relationship with you. Now lastly, let's go to one of the most famous verses in the Bible that everybody knows. John 3.16 So who does he love? Is it 
Is it just a believer? Or is it everybody? So let's go to John 3.16. Everybody kind of know this. I'm going to read this from the ACSB. It reads a little different than your King James versions. Um, mainly in the word. And they try to put it in uh, kind of nowadays language. For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son. So that everyone who believes in him will not perish. But have eternal life. You know in the beginning it says for God loved the world you know he didn't just love believers or righteous people that donate all their money to the poor he loved everybody the leper the murderer the rapist everybody he wants to have a relationship with all of us you know in the end it's up to us on whether we accept him or not whether we're going to accept this free gift of grace not through our own works but through faith and his son Jesus and the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. You know, I hope as you go throughout, you know, this day as you're listening to this, you know, short little message that you think about the love that Jesus and the Father had for you. You know, he loved you enough to adopt you into his family. And as we're going to see later on, he loved you enough to not only be with you in spirit while you're on this earth, but to bring you later on to be with him physically. And who knows what great things he has planned for us in, in the future and, and throughout all eternity. So do your devotions. Think a day today about the love that God has for you. And if he loves you that much, will he ever abandon you to your problems or to your sins? What thing is going in your life right now that you're thinking about that is too great for God? Nothing. There's nothing that you're going through right now that the love of God cannot handle. Anyway, thank you for the, the words of encouragement this past week and the last few weeks to continue bringing these messages. Thank you for the love that you've shown me. Um, I will continue to show my love for you because I do love you. You know, God has called me to do these little podcasts and, and to show that I love each and every one of you. Um, I'm going to end today in prayer because we have a friend of ours, Margaret, who is going through some surgery today, and I want to pray for her specifically. But I also want to pray for each and every one of you listening that you would, uh, A, accept the love of God, and B, remember the love that God has for you. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you very much. Father, we ask that you forgive us of our sins and the things that we've done that does not please you. Give us wisdom and strength to make the right decisions and to do what you'd have us do. Father, we thank you for your love, for chasing us even when we didn't even believe in you, for loving us anyway. We thank you for the love of your son Jesus that he would lay down his life for us. Father, I, said, I pray a special prayer today for Miss Margaret who is going through surgery. Father, that you would uh, bless that surgery, that healing would come about from it. Father, that you would rest her nerves and her anxiousness to show that you love her during this, this trying time. Father, I pray for everyone listening to this message that is going through some hard times right now. Father, that you would show their love, show your love for them, to show them in their lives that you have not abandoned them, that you will not leave them as orphans. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hope everybody has a great week. I will see you around Easter time again.
We'll talk to you around Easter time. Have a great week. Contact us if you need us. We're on Facebook. Stop by and say hey. Talk to you later.